in a world where acting weird isn't professional. We're just two girls trying to act normal. Welcome, everyone, to Acting Normal with Shelby and Anna. Here we are in the studio. Hot mics. Hot mics, not cold mics. Hot them. There's no celebrities this week. If you didn't hear last week's episode, go listen to it. It's hilarious. Hilarious. We're so famous. We had Mariah Carey. We had Michael Jackson. Jackson. Who else will join us in the studio? Who else do you need? We don't care about literally anybody else. I don't even try. Yeah, don't even ask. Ooh. We care about Jack Black. Jack Black's in the new Mario movies. I know. Did you see his suit? Yeah. I it found out so that Bowser was a turtle, and I had to turn everything in my home off so that I could ruminate on that information. Bowser's a turtle? Bowser is a turtle. Wait. Is Yoshi... But Yoshi's a turtle. <laughs> I know he's a... Why are they different yeah, turtles? They're from K- Koompa something. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up, because all the all those stuff I have open is for what we're actually going to talk about today. But uh, Bowser's Bowser's like, a dinosaur. He's based on no. He's okay. You're kind of right. You're kind of right because I looked it up. Turtles are dinosaurs. <laughs> yes, okay, there is somebody else. In the we studio also have needed. Nick. Um, <laughs> I found out that he's he's oh, based. He doesn't want to. No, talk. yeah, we just got a head shake. You could be off to the side. Everybody, listen real hard in case Nick says. <laughs> yeah, Nick's here in the studio. Um, he's based on some like ancient Chinese proverb or story or mm-hmm. something that's like a mix of a dragon and a turtle question mark and then they made like kumpa something kumpa but i and i know here's the thing koopa, koopa. what made me the most mad is bowser's got the shell what did i think bowser was he had to be at least part turtle but i never put turtle no because i recognize the spikes as like what are the spikes on i hear you now <laughs> i see i hear and see you but when i would look at him yeah and then you have like little Bowser. Yeah. Little Bow Bowsow. Little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow. <laughs> you know, little Bow Wow. Yeah. Did he also have a show? Yeah. Everybody's a turtle. Everybody's a turtle. So they're just living on a turtle planet, like with humans, turtles, and monkeys, and that's I'm it. To be honest, I didn't deep dive into the lore because I got so shooken up that Bowser was a turtle. Oh. I see it now. <laughs> we're looking at a picture of but Bowser. i it's still Show me too. yeah no because like that face that's yeah well he's part dragon part turtle that's his thing he, he looks more soft than or it might be lizard it might be like lizard turtle to be fair like a kimono komodo sure, sure. not a kimono yeah <laughs> but i just got so upset at myself that, that i never is, put together I, same and i love mario i so know you much. do koopa troopa yeah, but yeah. show me Yoshi. Koopa. So Bowser is part of the Koopa family. Oh. Wow. That's how he's, yeah. So there are Gerd, Gerd turtles and bird turtles. <laughs> what turtles? Gerd turtles and bird turtles. Oh. <laughs> good turtles and bad turtles. Correct. Got it. I thought you were saying good turtles and bird turtles. Wait, so are all Koompas part lizard too? Hmm. We have our researchers to the side, so we'll stay tuned. Really not what we're supposed to actually be talking about. It's a little pre- prelude. I was trying to, while we're looking up that information, there's a Lego set. That's a that's a mystery block. Yeah, yeah. And then little scenes pop out of it, like okay, from the mystery block. That's really cool. It's How much is that, like a million dollars? It's 200 Oh, that's actually, to be fair, and it's like pretty big. I think it's like, 
I would have honestly expected five hundred. Yeah, that's what that. I was expecting too. And I, your girl really wants it. Mm. But it's not a smart decision for me right now. No, it is not. I could tell you that much. <laughs> you know why it's extra not a smart decision? What did you buy this weekend? Because <laughs> my friend was in town and we did go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's not smart. But there was like, it, they did this thing where it was like, oh, there's only one left in the store. That works on me. That advertising, it works. Yeah. They don't have it online. Well, that's, well, you can't even, there's so little left, you can't even get it shipped to yourself anymore. I'm sure that's true. You got to go on the store. Well, what's going to happen is it's going to start going on like eBay and crap for legitimately $1 million. Oh, you're still talking like about not... the set. I thought you were talking about that, the shirt you probably wanted. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm talking about the Lego set because they're going to stop selling it and then it will be like. Yeah, no, it would be then. But it's for $700. So I'm going to be honest, I might buy it. <laughs> so stay tuned. <laughs> you cannot complain you can't afford something if you buy this. You're right. You're right. I'm just putting that out in the ether. I also bought tickets to Ireland recently, so. Oh, my God. And I have to buy the rest of the tickets that we need. Oh, yeah, for all the tours. Travel. Yeah. Nice. Okay. But let's get it. Wait, I'm going to stop us for just a hot second. No. And we're back. We weren't, uh, we were recording over some audio. So now we're back. We're back. Crystal clear. Crystal clear, babs. Yeah. Um, today we're going to talk about Beauty and the Beast. Oh, by the way, everyone offline, uh, Yoshi is the dragon. Dinosaur. Dinosaur. We found out a little bit more Mario information. While we were out and about. Once we're done with our princess series, maybe we'll do a deep dive into Mario. Princess That would take us years. Yeah. Still on the same. She's just human though, right? Yeah. Or is she Peach? I also found out that it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario because they're the Mario brothers. Isn't that upsetting? <gasps> that makes me upset. Have you ever seen the live action Super Mario Brothers? It's bananas. No, who's in that? <laughs> I'd have to look it up, but it's crazy. Okay. It's. I think they did it on How Did This Get Made, and that's what I got. That's like, what I thought the Chris Pratt one was going to be. Did no one else think that or was that just me? That it was going to be funny or that it was going to be live action? I thought it was going to be live action oh. and that's why everyone was so upset because they didn't cast an Italian. <laughs> it was like, that makes sense. We're seeing someone who's not Italian playing well, Italian. Well, does Italy exist in the Mario universe? <laughs> Are Mario and Luigi Italian? Yes. And they're plumbers. confidently say that? And they're plumbers. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned, everybody, because we will be going on a Mario deep dive. We'll be speaking to Nintendo. We're going to talk to the CEO of Nintendo. We're going to get him in. We're going to talk to everybody <laughs> who's, who's a part of this. Not, and not the current CEO, the one who was... We might have to hold a seance, because I don't know if that person... Maybe. So. I doubt they're dead by now. Anyways, Beauty and the Beast. Slime. Who doesn't love a good bestiality story? <laughs> I love Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> she was never one of my faves. Yeah. She was I, like a right. I think it's because she loved reading. I was like, loser. <laughs> I can't relate. Why don't you push your Nerd. glasses further up your nose? <laughs> There goes a beggar with his tray like a... Shut up, nerd! Like, literally everyone in the town hated her. They were like, she's hot, but we, she sucks. She's, she's like, I've read this book a thousand times. I'm just trying to get my bread. And they're like, can you return it to the library? I've been, I've been wanting to read that one for a while. That's been on... Uh, like, no one seemed to have Village cared, Unlimited. Like, that she was gone. 
Except for the dad. Except for the dad. And nobody really liked the dad either. Yeah. They were like, you're crazy. I think the only reason people aimed to look for her was because Gaston thought she was cute. Do we know anything about the mom? She died. Duh. That's all we, that's all we got? Yeah. I just didn't... I, I, okay, great. I think that's it. Yeah. Why did Gaston like her? Because I think she, he was the, she was the only one he didn't date. Gaston's or the hole. only eligible one. There were eligible ones, I feel like, in the town other stupid ones yeah because <laughs> she was smart she was smart she read the same book 47 times Gaston's like i'm so dumb i need to give me a smarty <laughs> and not the candy look at my muscles and how long i can shoot stuff yeah i'm your friend lefou and i've got a crush on you a big one big old one yeah but like someone like Gaston would want someone like that around who like is so obsessed with them you know yeah. what i mean i'm saying you want a hype but, like, guy Makes sense. Yeah. Who's like, oh, no one fights like Gaston. Gaston, 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 Gaston. Gaston. I did play a man in eighth grade during that scene. Just just a man? Yep. Oh, okay. We didn't have we didn't have enough boys. I didn't know if you were And so, like, our director was like, anyone want to play a boy? And I was like, that sounds great. I'm going to play a boy and a fork. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. That's That scene is iconic. Yeah. The dinner scene where they're all coming out. Yeah. Coming out. Be our guest. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't think of the song <laughs> name. Be our person that sits there and eats. <laughs> be a fork. Um, I think we're finally not going to be talking about our favorite brothers, though. Oh, Mario? <laughs> Mario Brothers, yes. No, the Grim, the Grim Boys, the Grim Bros, Grim Gim, Gang, the Gimbies, the Gim, Grimbies, Grimbies. I saw a Gumby toy the other day. <laughs> but I saw a Gumby toy the other day, and I was like, Gumby, it's how, been a minute. How are you, dude? How's it going? It was a dog toy, and then I walked away from it. Oh. Um. Okay, so let's learn about the original one. This is from Puck Press. Puck. Puck. Not book. Nope. Puck. Um, dot co dot UK. Okay. So they must spell book differently overseas. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pronounced puck. <laughs> puck. Can you go to the library and get a puck? Okay. <laughs> okay. This says, who wrote the original Beauty and the Beast? Here we cast our minds back to the aristocratic salons of the 17th century France. The original story of Beauty and the Beast was written by Gabrielle Suzanne de... Villain Vaux, mm. originally published in La Jeune Americaine et les Contes Marines. Mm. That's perfect. Yeah, that said. sounded like Wisconsin. It's like, is someone from France actually here? <laughs> no. In 1740. Um, her version was uh, an original piece of storytelling. Okay. Cool. Cool sentence, bro. <laughs> uh, it was over 100 pages long and involved a stupid beast... Who suffered from more than just his change of appearance. Oh, my God. Okay, that's the end of that sentence. Oh. They don't take it. In this original novella-length tale, the backstory of both Belle and the Beast is given. The Beast was a young prince who lost his father and whose mother had to wage war to defend his kingdom. The queen left him in care of an evil fairy who tried to seduce him when he became an adult. When he refused, she transformed him into a beast. Belle's story reveals that she is not really a merchant's daughter, but the offspring of a king and a good fairy. What? 
The wicked fairy had tried to murder Belle so she could marry her father, the king, and Belle was put in the place of a merchant's dead daughter to protect her. Okay. That sounds more interesting than the Disney yeah. version, I'm kind of interested this in that. This kind of combines, like, the idea of, like, Sleeping Beauty, though. It does a little bit. or And, like, Snow White a little. Yeah. Like the stepmother. And was Sleeping Beauty before? We should have done these in, like, year order. order so that we could talk about that more. But I don't know. Because if she was, they might have been like, oh, too many fairies. Too much fairy stuff. Too many fairies. We can't have this much fairy stuff. <laughs> no, no, too many fays. Okay. The most popular Beauty and the Beast tale. Apart from the Disney version, of course, readers are most familiar with the shortened ta- tale by Jean-Marie Le Prince de Beaumont. De Beaumont. Beaumont pared down the list of characters of Beauty and the Beast and simplified the tale to transform it into a quintessential fairy tale. This tale was first published in 1756 under the title La Belle et la Bête, I'm assuming, as a tale for the entertainment of juvenile readers. Uh, the changes Beaumont made to Villebeau's tale tell another story, too, reflecting the social concerns and political changes happening in France at the mm. time. The oldest Beauty and the Beast story. It is thought by some scholars that Beauty and the Beast um, may have a much longer history. It could be that it has roots in a tale of Cupid and Psyche, Psyche the ancient chronicle from the Latin novel Metamorphosis. This myth, written in the 2nd century CE by Apu, Apuleius is one of the oldest tales and many believe it to be the first ever literary failed fairy tale. Oh, okay, so quote, a tale as old as time, unquote. That was pretty good. Oh man, good that's job, good. Pook. That's good. The ancient Roman tale starts with Psyche's banishment to a mountaintop in order to be wed to a murderous beast. Cupid is sent to destroy her, but instead falls in love and flies her away to his castle. There she is directed to never seek to face... Whoa. There she is directed to never seek to see the face of her husband, who visits and makes love to her in the dark of night. Oh. Eventually, Psyche... This is a child's movie book? It's a myth. Okay. Eventually, Psyche succumbs to her curiosity but accidentally scars her husband with a candle oh in attempted atonement psyche offers herself as a slave to venus and completes a set of impossible tasks completing the last task seeking- they're, Im- they're impossible though well apparently she so. got to the last one um seeking beauty from the queen of the underworld psyche opens the beauty in a box and falls at once into a coma so back to Sleeping Beauty. Okay, this is like... Wait, there's just one just one more thing. Overcome with grief, Cupid rescues her. He begs Jupiter that she may become immortal so that the two could be forever united. There's too many characters. No, that's my one note. <laughs> I don't really get it. Well, there's a lot of storylines. Like Venus is in here and, and Jupiter all of a sudden? Yeah. Okay. Psyche's original banishment was by Venus. And then Jupiter showed up. Yeah. Okay. Because they all got to connect. They have all these things they got to like try to make sense with. Yeah, whatever. Beauty and the Beast from around the world. Myths and stories have traveled far and wide from generation to generation, and we find similarities in these tales from all corners of the world. The woman who married a snake closely reflects Cupid and Psyche, yet this first appeared in the Indian 
Panchatantra, a collection of, oh, they wrote this weird again, a collection of stories known to have existed in oral form well before it appeared in print in 500 AD. Okay. This helps explain later Beauty and the Beast stories where the French beast is replaced by a snake in the Russian tale and the Chinese tale. So everybody really uses a snake. Huh. The beast appears as other creatures, too. They use too. just Bowser? <laughs> they were, like... Confused. Eh? Yeah. An English story by Sidney Oldall Addy, where the beast is a small-toothed dog. Cute. I'd fall in love with it, too. A Danish narrative. Yeah, but, like, where you're going to marry it no. and then make a family like, with oh, it. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a Danish pets. narrative of Beauty and the Horse. Ooh, Ay-ay. Beauty and the Horse. Ay-ay-ay. Got him. And the Swiss variant of the Bear Prince. The beast in Italian tale of Zelinda and the monster is also no ordinary beast either, but a fire-breathing dragon who requests the presence of the poor man's daughter. Oh, now we're getting closer. There's lots of different ones. The tale has many variants from all, all around the world, but remaining consistent are the themes of envy unrewarded of learning to love what may first appear a beast. The story of Beauty and the Beast has inspired and entertained generations of readers, writers, and artists, and continues to do so today. So what's the beast in ours? Like, what animal is that? Great question. Should we look up, like, Disney's? Yeah. Because I have, like, a bunch of the history ones. Because is that, like, a, it kind of gives me a combination of, like, a lion and, like, a bear. And something with horns. Oh, yeah. He has horns? Yeah. Doesn't he have them up front? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It's going to be the like, <laughs> Mandela effect. I don't know. <laughs> My internet is being weird. I think he does. Wait, let's look up. Okay, everybody pause for a second and look up a picture of the beast because that's what we're going to do. Well, we're not pausing. Do, we're going to look at it in real time. Do, but do, do, I think he has horns, right? Do, yeah, now I feel like... Do, do. I really don't know. Oh, I don't think he does. I didn't oh, wait, think no. he did. Yeah, he does. He does. Okay. Oh, yeah, he does. What is that? What is that creature? Yeah, I feel like bear. The feet are giving like lion or tiger. Even like the face. Some kind like of it's cat. got kind of like a mane. But yeah. he's he's standing up straight like a bear would. He is. And then the horns, kind of like a goat. Or like a ram. Oh, yeah. So he has like a little something in him. Oh, okay. Here's 30 so facts like about Gryffindor. the movie. So now we can move into the Disney version a little bit. Um... So it says the beast is a hybrid of different animals. Okay, well, duh. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah, we figured it We're out. We're not that dumb. Idiots. Ever wondered what the handsome prince um, was turned into? Yeah. Well, well, it's a bit of a mashup. The beast is a mix of several animals, including a lion, a buffalo, and a bear. I'd call that few, not several. Okay, we got I, a like lion, so a bear, questions. right? Buffalo. Oh. Didn't even think of that one. Disney animator Glenn Kane revealed that the beast was made up of the head of a buffalo the mane of a lion, the tusk and, no- tusk and nose of a wild boar, the brow of a gorilla, and the bulky body of a bear. Got it. 
We to said all soften, those. Oh, to soften his features. He was given the ears of a cow. <laughs> okay, well, a cow is a female, so. <laughs> yeah, so. So you guys really didn't. The beast is intersex. Yep. You heard it here Ahead first. Ahead of time. <laughs> LGBTQIA. <laughs> They're an icon. Breaking news. A gay icon. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. He was before we found that out. Yeah. <laughs> and so is Gaston. For sure. For sure. Gaston was deep in that closet. That's why he wasn't picking any other women in the village. Yeah. He was like, I'll go with the nerd. Yeah. Look at those. Ner- She'll just be reading books. I wanted to pay any attention yeah. to her. LeFou, come over whenever. Yeah. Talk about a beard. <laughs> Damn. Got him. Um, okay. We already. Okay. Belle originally had brothers. In the earliest incarnations of the tale, Beauty wasn't an only child and her father was a merchant rather than an inventor. Beauty's sisters were more superficial and demanded that their father return with gifts of jewelry and gowns, while Beauty only asked for a single rose. Other versions saw Beauty with several roguish brothers who were hell-bent on fighting Beast. Gaston is a new creation in the movie. Well, he was a perfect addition. Yeah. He's iconic. Yeah. With the omission of Belle's sinister relatives, Disney realized they needed to create a villain to ramp up the stakes. Inspiration for Gaston comes from Jean Couteau's masterpiece in 1946, in which the antagonist... Mm. Why do they throw all these? Why do we read so much stuff from overseas? <laughs> Avenant uh-huh. is hell-bent on marrying Be- Belle and killing Beast. I don't appreciate how the beast name is just Beast. Because I keep wanting to say the in front of whenever yeah. we talk about it, but they, it, if that's name his name, beast. then... Isn't it like when he gets out of, it's Adam? I'm pretty... I think that's correct. Yes. I want to see if it says here. Or like some white dude name. Oh, apparently Beast has a son. <laughs> like before he became a beast? His name is Ben. uh guys beast and ben are coming over it says parentheses in descendants only oh oh yeah like the disney yeah i know i know yeah watched watched the first and second one (laughs) (laughs) pretty good movies i did not um in the first animation to oh it's the first animation to land a best picture nomination Wow, congratulations, everybody. Congratulations. Ultimately losing out to The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what? It was nominated for Best Picture. Oh. I, it was the only one. In my head, for some reason, when I re-looked at this, I read Best Picture Animation. And so then I was like, why is Silence of the Lambs in the same category? Yeah, it was the only animation <laughs> like, movie yeah. so far to be. I flipped those in my head. <laughs> I flipped them. You haven't seen <laughs> Silence of the Lambs on Disney+. Plus? <laughs> no no i'm not it's a fun family flick <laughs> good to know <laughs> um the stage musical was a huge success <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Doy, because the story is fun to watch and it's a musical yeah the stage adaptation has earned more than 1.7 billion worldwide worldwide there's more but i don't care i, thought I think we be care more. about there is but i don't think we care about the rest of it no i meant like i thought they'd get more money for it oh oh but yeah yeah okay Several Disney legends have voiced Belle. While Paige O'Hara landed the role for the animation, other Disney legends... Am I supposed to know who that is? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. 
Um, other Disney legends have portrayed Belle in its various sequels, video games, audiobooks, and TV series. <laughs> Jody Benson, mm-hmm. best known for voicing Ariel, stood in for O'Hara for Disney Channel series House of Mouse. Oh, I loved the House of Mouse. When Beauty and the Beast premiered on Broadway in 1994, the role of Belle was played by Susan Egan, who later went on to portray Meg in Disney's 1997 Hercules. The best. That's a fun fact. Yeah. I hope everybody had fun with that. I did. Belle's unique hair color. It's brown. Isn't it just, isn't it just it's brown? It's brown. To this day, Belle is the only Disney princess to have brown hair. Cinderella, Aurora, Rapunzel are known... Uh, well, when Rapunzel's hair gets cut, it's brown. Yeah. So, uh, joke's on you. Uh, are known for their golden blonde locks. Ariel and Merida are redheads. And Snow White, the OG of Disney princesses, is famous for her black hair, as are Mulan, Jasmine, and Tiana. So she's the only one to have, like, original brown hair, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I don't really care about her hair color. That's a weird fact. Thank you. Disney took inspiration from a 1946 live-action movie. Before Disney's animated flick arrived, perhaps the best-known screen adaptation of Beauty and the Beast was French filmmaker Jean Cocteau. I don't know. His take on Beauty and the Beast saw a more feminist approach to Belle, who, much like in the animated version, voluntarily goes to the Beast castle in her father's place, unlike early versions that effectively saw her forced into imprisonment. Okay. Not that it makes it any better. Another... Fun fact that's not going to be a surprise. Gaston was based on real bodybuilders. Yeah. yeah. That's a real, real, that's a real left field one. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the lyrics in his self-titled song about eating five dozen eggs, so I'm roughly the size of a barge. <laughs> I'm not even going to read the rest of that fun fact because it's like so It's not that obvious. fun. One thing uh, about the beast stays the same. The beast transformation is the crux of the movie, but his eyes always remain the same. Supervising animator Glenn Kane notes that he wanted to show a man looking out from inside the beast and thus kept the piercing blue eyes in both incarnations. I never knew that. That's actually cool. Yeah, I like that kind of behind the scenes thing. But you guys made him have cow ears, so. They had to soften him up. It's very fun. <laughs> I think the fur makes him soft enough, am I right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that he, like, wears people clothes in a <laughs> yeah he was super posh yeah soft enough He's soft that beast never used his hands to do anything you seen miss Potts? she's worked to the bone chip got a chip in him yeah chip's got a chip teapots worked her porcelain yep she's got all kinds of stuff cogsworth, cogsworth. ticking yeah he's all, he's constantly winding yep. himself back up because of his anxiety and also because he's got he has to because he's a clock he has to he's a clock candlesticks pretty solid he's metal lumiere yeah lumiere he melts under yeah. pressure but then you just like replace the okay the dusters hear me feathers left no and right. hear me out if lumiere's like face though is the actual candlestick like the candle uh-huh oh yeah lumiere's face like was his the candle hands part? are also the candle what happens if he's fully lit how often did he have to replace his head Wait, how long were they under the curse? I think like 10 years. Oh, yeah, because it was when he was like a teenager, He was like, right? he like, I think he had it when he was like 16. Who knows? It could be two. I feel like Ariel was like 12. 
right? She's trying to get married then. <clears throat> oh, geez. All I just said how I just said how long ago <laughs> was the curse. <laughs> and Google's like, here's a bunch of Bible phrases. <laughs> uh, OK, we don't care. Move how on. long? How long was the beast under the curse? In Beauty and the Beast. The Beast. We're going to get specific. Ten years. Wow. Look at me. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, Lumiere. Was he always Lumiere or did we just meet this version of Lumiere? And if he's 26, how old is Belle? Well, she's she's only supposed to be a teenager. Yeah. So she's like, mm. I think, somewhere between 15 to 17. So it's problematic. It's problematic. I mean, this whole story is problematic. Yeah. Never not. It's never not. How old is Belle? <laughs> We're not going to like this. We're not going to like this. She's 17. Yep. And he's 26? Mm-hmm. Ew. Snow, well, Snow White was 14. Cinderella's 19. At least she's To be age. fair, like, if she's trapped, if he's trapped in the curse, does he remain the same age? No way. Homeboy's, that's what I'm homeboy's still aging as the That's beast. what I'm asking. Yeah. So you think he's still got, no. he still potentially has, like, a teenage brain up here? So, no, we are, we're in the same agreement. He's aging. Yeah, yeah. But, like, he could have been just, like, stuck at 16 I mean, with the world going by. If we're being honest, he's got some serious PTSD. Yeah. So he could have been stunted. Yeah. If we're, if we're deep diving. Still unacceptable yeah, still at the not, end of the day. Still not good. Don't like Don't it. Don't approve it. Yeah. Don't like it. Sorry, Ben. You're the child of a weird situation. Yeah. Well, it didn't say who the mom was. It's Belle. I watched The Descendants. <laughs> Okay. I'm glad our expert our expert is here. <laughs> they do in the Descendants movie make the parents look the same age. So, oh, okay. So. They had to Whatever. somehow make it okay. Whatever you want to take that. Um, an R&B legend became Belle for the Broadway production, Toni Braxton. Cool. She was cast as Belle in 1998. The first black woman, um, the first time a black woman has starred as the lead in a Disney musical on Broadway. Amazing. Several new songs were written for the stage adaptation. Yeah, we don't need to read about that. Okay. That's like, we get it. Rupert Everett auditioned for the role of Gaston. Am I supposed to know who that is? Years before <laughs> playing a villainous prince in Shrek 2, British actor Rupert Everett, you should know about this. Shrek is like, <laughs> I love Shrek. Jam, um, auditioned for the role of Gaston. Um, is Rupert Everett... Is he in Shrek 2? He's either the dad. That's the frog. He says he's playing a villainous prince. Oh, he's fairy godmother's son. He does like the lip. He has like the chapstick moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I do recognize this dude. This is an unfortunate picture from... I can't really turn the computer around without messing up a bunch of wires. Yeah, there that's unfortunate. <laughs> it's a, not a great picture. Google Google could work on that. Uh, it shares a scene with Sleeping Beauty. While the ballroom dance scene at the end of Beauty and the Beast is groundbreaking for it to use. Oh yeah, don't characters show up that we recognize or something in the in the happy ball at the end? Oh. <clears throat> I know stuff for like like the more recent movies. But I don't know previous ones. It says, when viewed together, there's an identical parallel between it and the ballroom dance scene from Sleeping Beauty with the characters mimicking the routine. Oh, because... Yeah, because they could only... They like, could only draw the yeah, same thing. they could only draw so much. Yeah. They also have it in other non-Disney princess movies, too. Yeah, there's a bunch of other films. Like in um, Jungle Robin Book. Hood. Yeah. 
We said two different Yeah, so there ones. you go. Yeah. Just Look it up. Two. Look it up yourselves. <laughs> One line was changed after the film was finished. In the dramatic fight scene between Gaston and Beast, there's a discrepancy between the audio and the way Gaston's mouth moves. <laughs> the original line was, time to die. <gasps> it was changed to the gentler, Belle is mine. Yeah. Time to die. Again, I, I swear this was after Sleeping Beauty, which was known as like one of the most violent ones, up, like violent animations for Disney, where you have this terrifying fire-breathing Maleficent. Yeah. And you can't say time to die. Well, and the wolf scene is scary, this movie. Oh, yeah. And the beast is kind of scary. The beast is scary. Guys, it was scary. One. Yeah. Trust us. Be our guest was almost very... Dif- We're getting nods from Nick. He's approving that it was scary. Approves. Producer Nick approval. <laughs> um, Be our guest was almost very different. Hard to believe, but Belle was nearly not involved in the Be our guest sequence at all. O'Hare, well, then what was the point? O'Hare, yeah, what? O'Hara remembers that the scene nearly revolved around Belle's father instead. Oh, so they're singing it to... Be our guest was sung to Maurice, the father. She Maurice. explained the crew realized it needed to be sung to Belle, so they ended up throwing out months and months of work, came back in and redid the whole process and the whole song. Well, they should have. I'm glad they did because the Maurice one doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. Nick Jonas starred in the Broadway adaptation. I didn't know that. As Chip? Thought Chip the teacup couldn't get any cuter. There you go. Think again. Back in 2002, years before finding fame with the Jonas Brothers, Nick took on the role of Chip. That makes Probably. sense. He'd, he'd make a very cute chip. Yeah. The live action remake was a massive hit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Emma Watson. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is dedicated to Howard Ashman. He is a lyricist. Okay. Although it was the last movie that he worked on from inception to completion, he had already begun work on Disney's next full-length feature film, uh, animated film, Aladdin, with three songs making the cut on the final film. That's cool. The Beast had a real name. You were right before. Adam? It's Adam. Yes. Yeah. Crushed it. Walt Disney wanted to make Beauty and the Beast in the 40s. Fresh from the success of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Walt Disney was looking for another classic fable to adapt into an animated feature. He had his heart set on Beauty and the Beast, but found the fairy tale too challenging to be adapted. Hmm. Wow, Walt. Imagineer that. Celine Dion had a chart hit with the song, with the title song. Beauty She's and Celine the Beast. Dion. She had so many chart hits. Why is that like a... Yeah, apparently. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. There's a Beauty and the Beast theme park ride. Yeah, there is. Tokyo Disneyland in September 2020. It looks really cool. Really? Yeah. They do like the Beast transformation like in front of you to Adam. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, I don't understand how they made it work. Because it's like robotics yeah, turning into it, not like a screen. Oh, I thought, yeah, I for sure thought yeah. you meant like some sort of. No, it's like, I don't get it. We're going to look that up after this because I want to see it. Gaston's pal is quite literally the fool. Throughout, <laughs> throughout his scenes in the film, villainous Gaston is joined by short and stupid sidekick LeFou. Oh my God. <laughs> You're talking to Josh Gad that way? Which quite literally Bunch translates of assholes. from French as the fool. <laughs> Yeah, that seems pretty straightforward. Belle is the only character in the movie to wear blue. Animators made the decision to keep Belle as the only character to wear blue clothing in a bid to make her stand out from the crowd. Belle is the English translation of the name. It's quite obvious in hindsight, but the original stories 
In the original stories, the lead female character was known simply as Beauty, but through the centuries, it's become adapted to Belle, the French word for beautiful. Yeah. We know. Disney added a cut song back into the movie for the reissue. The song called Human Again. I don't know that song. Um, B sings it, I think. Is that no. the one where he's like in the tower? I think, yeah, I think B sings it. It's like, I want to be human again. Oh, yeah. Wait, that did actually help me. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Talking about. <laughs> I, think, I think he sings it, but then like all of the his like servants also like join in. Because mm. I think they have that in the Broadway version. In the Emma one, right? Yeah, and I think, I think the stage too. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I figured. But I mean, for movies that I yeah. go watch, I think it's in the Emma Watson one. I believe so. I might watch that later. Belle actress repri- reprised role for Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah, she did. She's like, Wreck-It Ralph needs me? I'm here. I'm here. Paige O'Hara reprised her voice as Belle in the sequel to the Disney hit Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, and that's when they're like, she's like, I'm a princess too. Yeah, she says like that one thing. Did you get in- like enslaved or captured and enslaved? I think is her line. Oh. Apparently Beauty Disney adult over here. Beast is based on a true story. And now we're finding this out? Well, this was on a different tab. (laughs) That'd be tab number one. (laughs) It says... Fun fact number one. Did the true story involve a curse? No. No. The real Beauty and the Beast story didn't involve a magical spell placed on a prince for his arrogance. Unfortunately, that also means no talking clock, teacup, candelabra, as you might have guessed. Yeah. The real, quote-unquote, Beast was a man named... Petrus Gonsalves, who suffered from a genetic condition known as hypertrichosis, which is defined by an abnormal amount of hair growth mm-hmm. on any part, of the bod- any part of the body in excess of the regular amount present in people of the same race, age, gender. In his case, it affected his entire body, and it had also been referred to informally as werewolf syndrome yeah. because the appearance of um, is akin to the mythical werewolf mythical mm. or real excessive hair growth <laughs> is the only known effect of the condition no it did not cause him to have an oversized body with huge muscles like the beast in the disney movie <laughs> and huge muscles yeah all right did the true story behind beauty and the beast happen in the same time period no um Petrus and his wife Catherine met in 1500s France. Their widely known story is thought to have inspired the original French fairy tale. Uh, the beast known, the, the, the best known. Oh my God. <laughs> the beast known version <laughs> of the story. That's Italian. I know. I'm switching it up. We're going international. Okay. Um, the best known story um, is, oh yeah, the Beaumont version. The fashions in the Disney movies indicate that the time period is also the late 1700s. Okay. All right. And then it's like, was he a prince? No, we just, he's Petrus. He's Petrus. He's Petrus, this guy that has hyper hair, hair growth. We he's already werewolf. know that. But I bet you he was. He was treated as uncivilized, as an uncivilized curiosity. The hairy, yeah. quote unquote, wild man was captured and put into an iron cage. Oh. For food, he was given raw meat and animal feed. He was shipped to King Henry II of France as a gift for the king's coronation in 1547. That's disgusting. I know. I thought you were going to say something about like a, what's, like a circus. 
Um, fortunately, King Henry II did not see him as a freak that should be kept in a cage. The king recognized his calm demeanor and decided to try an experiment. He would attempt to educate and transform him into a gentleman. The king allowed him to keep his birth name, but only if he used its Latin form, Petrus Gonslavus. Oh, he was originally Gonzalez, apparently. The boy was given clothes and cooked meals. He was taught to speak, read, write, um, and not just one, but three languages, receiving this the education of a nobleman. The royal court was impressed, and his social, social status rose, yet most still viewed him as less than human. How did he meet his bell? <laughs> the real beauty and the beast met after Gons- Gonslavus, mentor and protector, King, the king, the king, uh, was killed in a jousting match on July tenth, nineteen fifty nine. I'm sorry. Why is the king in a jousting match? Don't you make other people do that? Yeah, usually you'd have like a stand-in. Yeah, they guy, just right? watch you. You just watch he, you, them. Yeah, you're do like for, you're like I'm doing it for the king. Yeah, I've seen the Game of Thrones. Yeah, same. That's why I'm basing it. Yeah, on. historically um, accurate too. Gons, I'm just gonna call him Gons because I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Uh, became the property of the king's widow, Catherine de Medici who became ruler and decided to conduct her own experiment with him. Jeez. Um, she wondered what would happen if her beast married a beautiful woman. Would they conceive little beasts? Oh, God. She found a wife for him, a young maiden also named Catherine, who was the daughter of a royal court That's where I got servant. confused, because you said Catherine, then his yeah. wife's name is Catherine. Apparently okay. it's a different person. Different Catherine. Um, he met his wife, Catherine, for the first time on their wedding day. The pair had seven children. Were they little beasts? With four of the seven suffering from their father's condition. Mm. This delighted the king's widow, who had succeeded in creating a wild family. I don't like that. Um, They toured. The family then toured European countries and cities, eventually settling in Parma, Italy, where they were employed by Duke Renuccio Farnese. The Duke commissioned several paintings of the family, but none featured... The three unaffected children. Okay, wait. This is a funny twist. <laughs> like, the normal kids were like, get out of here, you normies. <laughs> Ew, you're ugly. You're gross. Why do you have any hair? Why do you look like everyone else? <laughs> As they were not considered curiosities. Unfortunately, four of the seven children afflicted with their father's condition were exploited by the Duke and sent away as gifts. Yeah, that checks out. Becoming pets of the upper class. That's probably why the other people weren't in those photos. I'm not going to lie. These paintings are funny. Wait, I'm gonna look. <laughs> yeah, come look at these. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> look at the little one. That? Oh, that's a bird. That's a bird. I thought that was one of them for a second. <laughs> so, apparently it's based on good, a real... Gr- good looking group of people. A real dude. They're hairy. They are hairy. Okay, they yeah. look like a cat. With a human face. Yeah. I wonder if that's what it actually looked like. Probably not. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for learning about Beauty and the Beast with us, everyone. Stay tuned for what we're going to look into next week. And uh, if you got anything you want to let us know, shoot us an email at actingnormalpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at actingnormalpod. Bye. Goodbye.